Welcome back to Duskwall. Thank you so much for joining us once again. As I mentioned last episode, we have hit our $300 per month goal on Patreon. That means more transcripts going up on the site soon. We're very close to having all of Season 1 transcribed. And at $400 per month, we can buy better recording equipment for the cast, and we'll be setting up a merch store. So if you want Magpie's t-shirts, art, and maybe even pins, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash magpiespodcast. If you're not able to support us on Patreon, you can support the show by tweeting about us, telling your friends, and leaving us reviews. A quick content warning for this episode, there is a brief, mildly gory bit near the end of the episode. The exact timestamp is in the show notes, so if blood and guts aren't your thing, be sure to check the description and skip over that part. Just a few days ago, we recorded the Season 2 finale, which means that soon we'll be recording our Season 2 wrap-up and Q&A episode. If you've got burning questions for the Magpies cast, keep an eye on our Twitter and Patreon for opportunities to send in those questions. Yours might get asked and answered on the show. If you are going to Gen Con, which is approaching very quickly, Minna and I will be there. I'm going to be moderating a panel on starting your own AP podcast on Thursday at 11 a.m. Find me there or anywhere else at the con and get a cool Magpies bookmark. Next, Kim is going to tell us about this month's featured charity. Styles for Kids is a Chicago-based organization that provides education to multiracial and adoptive families on how to style and care for black natural hair. Their salon offers a safe and judgment-free zone for parents to learn about their child's hair, teaches them the skills they need, and recommends them hair care products meant for Afro-textured hair. They also provide services to children living in residential facilities and detention centers and children with special needs. To sponsor a child or to donate, visit www.stylesforkids.org. That's styles, the number four, and kidswithaz.org. Now then, let's get started, shall we? So you head down the stairs. And get to the landing and you turn. And basically, at the there, there's an, another kind of short stairs going down to uh, an open, small open room. And on one wall of this small room is like a bank vault, like one of those big round steel doors with a really complicated lock on it. Oh. God's above. The, the, uh, hey, paranoid. The lock here is both a, um, there's a keyhole and there's a combination. Multi-factor authentication. It's very fair to assume that there are alarms wired to this, and um, you can see. So it's like uh, you know the the that kind of like brushed steel look, and you can see pretty faintly, um, but still visible. There are like arcane wards, uh, sort of etched into the metal oh, as well. Um, so like this, the security is. A lot. At the same time, this is not Iron Hook levels of security, which is why I feel okay. Kind of. Yeah. I think we might just need to take our time and get through each of these one by one. Very carefully, yes. Yeah. Disable the arcane wards. Yeah, you've got arcane wards, uh, sparkcraft alarms, combination lock, key lock. I think we might... I think we should focus on disabling the alarms and such. 
and then we might be able to brute force what remains. Can you take a look at those wards? Yes, I, I, I don't have any knowledge of the arcane. Yeah, Blair, you can you can investigate those. Um, I mean, just, like, you don't have to roll anything to, to look at them and be like, because uh, they're very obviously wards of oh, okay. basically protection and alarm. The way that I think about arcane alarms is that it's kind of like a psychic link with, like, you pay a whisper to set this up and they create yeah. a link between the, the ward and the person who is who owns it. And so, like, you know, this Liam guy might just suddenly bolt up right in bed and be like, I'm being robbed. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> I just had this image and, like, feel free to shoot me down, but, like, oh, man, I kind of want to do an attuned group action because we've never seen people work together on magic. And that's, like, my favorite yeah, magic I trope. Mean, I'd be down for that. I would love to lead that. That would make me very happy. However, I only have four stress to spare. I have stress to spare. I feel like I could I could stand back and be like the eyes that are helping you be the hands, if that makes sense. If you're okay I mean, with leading, I'm good with doing a group of two. Because okay. that just makes my heart sing. Because usually I'm the only <laughs> one rolling a two. Yeah, do it. This is very cool. Um, this is risky standard effect for, for all of you. Is there a devil's bargain? Oh yeah, you can do devil's bargain with just about anything. Let me think. I rolled a four. Okay. I rolled a two. And Myra is waiting to roll until I can make her an offer. Um, uh, okay, I'm, I'll go with this. Myra, you're going to take level one harm, um, just like psychic strain, because you are kind of serving as sort of the, the, the focus point of this sort of group thing. So Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I think that's actually really cool. Yeah, so... Uh, go ahead and, and then make your roll, Myra. So far, we have a two and a four. So it's a it's a four. So you do it, but there's a consequence. I will get to the consequence. Uh, tell me how this looks. How does this work? Do you want to describe it, or do you want me to describe it? Do you want to take turns? Yeah, let, let's have each of you kind of take turns. Like, what is what does it look like for each of you? What what you you successfully are going to be able to to depower these wards? And yeah, each of you just kind of tell me how you contribute to it. Ooh, can it almost be like a psychic link up thing? That's kind of what I'm I'm imagining something like that. And also, Blair is probably muttering under her breath some sort of incantation. Yeah, I I think. I think Minx is providing the physical support because I don't know how tall this wall is. So I'm going to give Blair a boost to get to there because mm-hmm. <laughs> she can't reach. I think like in, in the in the ghost field, there are like lines that have snapped tension between the three of them, almost in a triangle. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, you you all are able to depower these wards. Yeah, I think that like... Myra can see patterns from back where she's standing, and then Blair, like, almost picks them apart like they're... Yeah, it's almost like a puzzle to her. Yeah. And she's very used to yeah. doing this. So we're um, between yeah. a puzzle Coming and, from like, her, strings. you know, alchemy background. This is something that, you know, she's very versed in. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Myra's learning a lot very quickly. <laughs> And the, the complication that I'm doing there is I'm ticking up the, the clock on the guards. Um, we're at two out of four there. So you've taken down the, the arcane wards. How do we take down Sparkcraft wards? With magic and electricity. 
Yeah, tinkering or wrecking yeah. or... Oh, I, I can do wrecking. I'm really good at wrecking. Wrecking is not subtle and has the yeah. potential to be loud. Right. So is just keep that in potentially mind. Potentially problematic, but I do have two dots in it. So uh, this, this is going to continue to be risky. Standard effect. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might be because you don't have fine wrecking tools, do you? Uh, no. No, you have regular ones. It's going to be a reduced effect. Okay. Uh, I can push myself to increase effect, yes? Yes, you can. That'll put me up to a lot of stress way quickly, though. Is anyone willing to assist me in wrecking this shit? <laughs> you know what? I'll do that because I really want this um, to work. I will just use it for an extra die. Increase our odds of a six or critical or whatever. Minx kind of takes a look back there and just starts carefully looking for the spot to start. And then is just sort of unraveling it very quickly. Like she's unraveling a scarf or something, all the wires. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see how this goes. Uh, fives. So it's reduced effect, so you're not quite going to get it on this go-round. You're going to have to try it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you an offer. I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to choose, but I'm still going to make the offer. Would you like me to tick up the clock, or would you like to get electrocuted? I think it's funnier if I get zapped. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's going to be level two harm. Level two harm. You, you, okay. you, get, you get zinged real bad. Uh, but prowess retest, right? I mean... Yeah, prowess to resist. I am going to prowess resist. Uh, so that's a five. Five. Okay, so you take one point of stress, um, and that'll drop it down to level one harm. Zapped instead of electrocuted. But... Yeah, Minx is just, like, stripping wires and is just all of a sudden... <laughs> like, the the hair in her bun kind of flays out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? I'm, I'm, yes, I'm fine here. Just don't touch me yet. Some of the static needs to disperse. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm good to keep going. I'm good to keep going. Yeah, so give it another shot. All right. I got a six. All right, nice. So yeah, you now now that you're kind of like you've been you got about halfway through it, you're able to be like, oh okay, I see how this is put together more or less, and you're able to pry the the whole system apart. Um, it's sparking a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a faint smell of smoke. We might burn this house down after yeah, all. Yeah, you might That's set all. a fire after <laughs> all. Um, but <laughs> it's so far it's okay. Like the alarm hasn't gone off. Guards aren't getting any closer. Yeah, so the, the wards are down, the spark craft alarm is down. You just have two locks. There's a combination lock and a, a key lock. All right, do we want to try to tinker these or just wreck some more? I would like to try tinkering first, and I have an idea. Um, would looking into the ghost field for the combination lock give me an idea of its history? I think that was that what, was, that was, yeah. yeah, that was Mina's Let's idea. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Ghost fingerprints. <laughs> to, to look and see if you can figure out what the yeah. combination is. All right, so I'm going to roll a yeah. tune for this. All right, six. Shit. All right, yeah. I mean, I mean that does it. Yeah, you just need that six. Um, yeah, so you look into the ghost field, and it's like this um, overlay, the, the same figure coming down the stairs, walking over to the vault, and entering a combination... I'm going to roll. It's there. All the numbers are going to be six or lower. Perfect. Uh, enters six, three, two, three. Oh, 
on the combination lock, but like, and, and you can just see this, like it, it's, it's an overlay of every single time that this guy has done it's, this. It's like a constant movement. So it's worn like a path in yeah. the ghost mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, um, where's going to take her spirit mask off? Uh, so I got the combination guys. Excellent, dear. Let's put that in. All right. All right. So you hear a clunk as something in the door unlocks. One more. All right. Um, do you wish to attempt tinkering at it, or shall I just strip it down? I say tinker first, and if that doesn't work, then maybe wreck it. Very well. So yeah, go ahead and do your roll. Risky reduced effect. This is a real good lock. Five. Five, okay. But consequence. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. We're at three out of four, but... Your reduced effect, though, so the lock isn't open. you got to do one more. You get a four, five, or a six, the lock is open. And if I don't, the clock's... You have a 50... Going to be complete. You have a 50% chance of opening this, I this lock. I still don't like those odds. I, I think I will assist you. Are you sure? Yes. It will leave me with two stress remaining, but for... The next score is going to be mostly combat, and I am skilled at that. So long as you don't get fucked up because you assisted me. I mean, I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> All right, that's a five and a six. In character. Okay. Josie, thank you, thank you, thank you. So you, you feel something click in the lock, and then there's another chunk as some other lock disengages. Um, and Blair, you can, like, spin the wheel, and the, the vault slowly opens. Blair, you are a marvel. It's all luck, baby. It's all luck. Hey, now. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're in this guy's vault where he has these journals. Mm-hmm. Does he also have some, like, shit we can steal? He's got some shit y'all can yeah. steal. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna make some um, point tonight, baby. I gonna say, we are poor. Huh. I'm trying to think of how I want to... Well, because somebody is going to need to roll to locate these journals. I think I'm going to have each of you roll study or survey, but like more of a gather info roll, and that'll tell me how much okay. coin you're each able okay. to grab. So n- no consequences is what you're saying? Yeah, that's that, it's, it's a fortune roll, basically, is what I'm having that be. Literally a fortune roll. Oh, now I'm mad at myself. Why did I make that joke? Okay, I'm at f- I got a five. Okay, so... Um, I got a four on that uh, look for the journal study. I thought Minx was looking for the journals. Oh, okay, then that's a four on the fortune roll. Okay. Each of you... Because you're having to do this fast. Blair and Myra, you each nab two coin worth of stuff. Um, You know, small valuables that you're shoving into pockets. Um, Minx, go ahead and give me a roll for... Survey or study, however you're you're collecting. Uh, I did that. I got a five. So Minx finds the journals. Blair and Myra grab about four coin worth of stuff, but Josie did not get a six. Household guards, four out of four. You all have raided this vault. Uh, you've you've gotten the journals that you were sent for. You've grabbed some coin. Um, Left a pin. This is. Did you leave a pin? I. Th- I think we did for this one. I feel like we left a pin. Yeah, just just sitting in the middle of the vault. Yeah, probably. In one of the empty spaces we took shit from. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Have left a pin behind. However, 
as you step out of the vault, you hear shouting and running from above you uh, as the guards are rushing for the stairs to the vault. Uh, I want to be off to the side around the corner from the stairs. Okay. You know what? I'm going to commit to having a pistol and a sword. One in each hand. Okay. Very on brand. You swashbuckler, you. (laughs) (laughs) What are the other two of you doing? I'm going to mark off the lightning hooks off of my equipment. That's just the closest thing to a weapon that I usually have on me. Yeah, I mean, you've fried many people with those. All right, where are you going to post up? Probably to the right of Minx. Okay. And I'm going to let Minx take the lead, I would imagine. Yes, and Myra. Probably a pistol and a dagger, that's always a good idea. Okay. Are we yeah, able just make to sure you... hear how many are coming? More than two. Oh, okay. Probably less than six. Probably. It's hard to tell. You can just hear running and shouting at some indistinct number of okay. voices. Okay, if it was a small number, we might be able to intimidate them. I think we're just going in for the fight at this point, though. Yeah. You know, you, you left the door up there cracked open so that you'd be able to leave. Um, you hear it slam open. Uh, and you hear footsteps coming down the stairs, but they don't, like, fully rush down onto the landing. They, they kind of slow and stop, and then two guards, like, step out onto the landing with basically shotguns and just kind of, like, sweep the room to look. And since you're all around the corner, they don't see you immediately. Okay, uh, I want to lash out with my sword around the corner and then just cut at the ankles of the first guy. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be, um, this is gonna be risky, standard effect. I got a six. Six, cool. So you slash across the front of his ankles, um, and he, he cries out in pain and stumbles forward and is, is losing his footing as he's suddenly bleeding heavily from near the feet. Mm-hmm. And Myra, I think you'll, you'll also have, since there was no, that was just a six, there's no consequence to that role, you can also act. I also got a six. Nice! Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) Yay! Uh, How do you take out the the other guard? She also has a shotgun. I think it's like a, I feel like they're ambushed enough that I'm able to like grab her around the middle and like, stab. Just do the stab. Yeah, I think it's like a grabs around the middle, kind of like goes for the kidneys. Okay. Yeah, she she goes down, and then the other two who had been behind on the stairs come rushing in. And she's a stumbling block now. So, yeah, there there's two people on the ground in various states of pain and blood. Two of you have kind of lost the element of surprise. You're You're out in the open now as these other two come running down with pistols. But Blair is still a little bit hidden. So... One of the guards is definitely taken care of, correct? And one is two still- of them are down. Two of them are down. Two are down. Two are two are still up. Okay. Fifty percent of the guards were eliminated in the first ambush. Nice so job. Is it possible for me to try and sneak up on one of them and use my lightning hooks on one? Yeah, I mean, you're you're yeah. It's not going to be a ton of sneaking. It's just you're jumping out from your ambush position and and. So would that be a skirmish? Yeah, zapping them. Right. Risky position. Uh, they're fine lightning hooks, right? Yeah. Greater effect. All right, that's a four? Four, okay. You jump on one of the guards, and uh, there's electricity flying and sparking. The last guard who's up, like, this all happened in the span of about five seconds. Like, right. 
none of them even got a single shot off. You all just bam, 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 took three of them out. The last guard looks at the situation, turns around and runs. <laughs> oh, hell no. Seems like a good time for someone to use the gun. Yeah, I was going to say, here's the thing. There's a lot of blue coat patrols in the area. Yeah, I- I'm going gonna, I- I'm gonna to fire my pistol in pursuit. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. do it. Nope, already happening. Yep. <laughs> Makes us reckless. We're, we're, also, we're in a basement. Who's going to fucking hear? It's also a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, they, they are running back up the stairs to the first floor. I got a five. Five, okay. I'm going to say it's reduced effect. Okay. Uh, the shot hits them in the arm. They stumble but keep running and make it up to the first floor. And okay. are, like, at the moment, out of your sight. I vote we also just bolt. Get out of yeah. here. Just Not make a, a run for fight. it. Yeah. Okay. Out the back. I'm fun with that. All right. So you all are able to, to run up and out of the house without any issue. Manx, you, you use your knowledge of the blue coat patrols to kind of like, instead of, uh, it's like, okay, we can't go down this street. We'll go down this way. We'll dodge the, the blue coats. However... As you're making your way through Brightstone, having to kind of dodge to the shadows, because, like, you all look pretty sketchy right now, mm-hmm. you start hearing the the ringing of, like, the blue coat alarm bells. Right. And, uh, let me look up how this works. Let me look up how this works is ominous. Shh, it's fine. Everything's fine. This is just something I've never gotten to do before. Okay, so we are going to have a chase scene, oh. which means I'm going to use racing clocks. Ooh. So cre- the, to create two opposed clocks to represent a race, the PCs might have a clock called Escape, while the blue coats have a clock called Cornered, which is the clocks that you two will have. The blue coats have been alerted by that surviving guard that this house was just robbed. The blue coats are fanning out across the district in pursuit of you. They have you outnumbered. So your clock is six, theirs is four. You all are going to have to make a series of rolls to get out of Brightstone. I-, I propose we try to escape via our underground passages and the like. Yep, so all clocks are at zero right now. Mm-hmm. Blue coats are zero to four. You all are at zero to six. Start running. Yep. We're... we're- Let's run towards the nearest catacomb entrance. I think your first role is going to have to be somebody examining the maps as you're sprinting to make sure you can find a place. <laughs> I know okay. the catacombs pretty well. I'm okay with doing a study as I run. Is that how that okay. works? Yes. Okay. So let me roll study. Yep. Risky position. Okay. Five? Five. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to tick both clocks up by one. Okay. You, you, you ID where the nearest catacomb entrance is. It's not super close by, and the blue coats are getting closer. Mm-hmm. However, is this? I have a question. Is this catacomb entrance, you know, windy and maze-like and confusing enough that it's feasible enough to have the blue coats trail be kind of thrown off? Maybe another study to try and find the best route through. Yeah. That you, you, you can try to find that out. I can do that. Okay. If you want to look at the, the maps of your underground passages to try to find a good route as you're, you're still sprinting. That's a five. Okay. Woo. 
taking both of them up another one uh-huh. apiece. Uh, Which means we're two geez. out of four on the blue coats and two out of six on ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. Can I take an action that's intended to slow their clock rather than advance ours? Wreck, wreck, wreck. I think you can do that. Because, I mean, I feel like if you did something that slowed them down, that would give us an advantage and we would move ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't necessarily reduce their clock, but it would right. boost you up like, further. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to split the party, but I am going to jog over, like, a block, fire some shots into the air, and then run back to where we are and, okay. try, and, and try to essentially draw attention. And draw attention <laughs> I, to. I'm picturing it as like you're you're running on a street, makes veers off through an alley, bang, 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 makes veers off through the next alley and catches back up. Yep. Like I want to throw them off the trail. Yeah, go ahead and give me some kind of roll for that. Could I make a case for sway in that case? It's a deception. It is deception. Yeah, yeah, I'll allow it. Six. Uh yeah, that that works very well. You the the blue coats who have been kind of like Oh, we're up to four? I thought we were up to three. Nope. I'm gonna move bump oh. you up to four because you got a six. Cool. That was that was very good. I've been move I've been advancing you by one when you get a like with a consequence. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so you, you hear, you know, uh, you fire those gunshots and run back and you can kinda hear distant like move over to Silvermark, there's gunshots, move. Mm-hmm. Do you guys wanna do like I don't know. I feel like we need to do something good, because if we can get other six, we can get away scot-free. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're getting closer to that catacomb entrance, but the blue coats are, are still in pursuit. Um, I have an idea, because I still have plenty of load to spare. Can I mark off, what would it be, probably an unusual weapon and have it be a smoke bomb? Or would that have to be a flashback? And- smoke bombs we have established uh, cost one stress. You get them from Seeks, and in a flashback, yeah, it's a you have to have ducked out at some point to to get those. Yeah, doing that would put me at three stress left to spare. But if if you just protect a squishy baby in the next score, I might. Be That's okay. my intention. <laughs> you gonna have a smoke bomb? I'm going to have a smoke bomb. Okay, go ahead and mark down that stress for that flashback. Yeah, and I mark off Se- unusual weapon. <laughs> Seeks is just like. You all should really just start getting these in bulk. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, but I think we're really going to need this. Oh, I mean, it's, it's fine. I like seeing you, but bulk would be much more practical. Um, so, <laughs> I love how she's always advising us on finances. Anyway, do I have to roll anything to set this off? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, you have to roll something. But you, tell me what you're trying to do. Are you trying to... I'm trying to cover our tracks. I want as... The three of us are running. I want Blair to, you know, set off the smoke bomb and throw it over her shoulder and just let it dissipate behind them. So that way, you know, there's just a fog that covers our escape. Can I make a counter suggestion? Please. Because, like, in an enclosed space, that makes sense. But at this point, having suddenly smoke in the street is going to tell them exactly where you are. True. So, counter-suggestion, throw it through a window of a nearby house and they'll think there's a fire. I do like that suggestion. Would that skirmish to toss toss that? Um, mm, I feel like it's more of a wreck. Maybe a hunt? For hunt aim? could also work. 
could could I make an argument for finesse? So it, have it be something like, you know, I'm aiming for a certain window? Yes. Yeah. I'll allow finesse. Thank you. I have something in finesse. I'm going to roll one. Woo! Okay, that's a six. Okay, nice. nice. Yeah, you, you, I think you have to like stop for a second to get really good aim and then you just throw it in and it goes into a second floor window Perfect. and you can hear like a distant screaming as smoke starts building out that window. Yep. So, I mean, that's going to get you up to six out of six. Yeah. Nice. You, you all reach the catacomb entrance and rush in and, uh, you know, make your way kind of through the underground catacombs and canals out of Brightstone. Oh, my God. Can we pop out right near the daily? Well, so here's the thing. Okay. By the time you, you make your way, like, you, you kind of slow down and stop running after a little bit. Um, by the time you make your way into Charter Hall, it's 11, 11.30. Delivery is not until dawn. Oh. So you you don't have you don't have time for like a full downtime of reducing stress. Right. So the thing is you no longer have to necessarily hit this in Charter Hall. You could hit this in Night Market where security's a little lighter. Mm. You could go mm. home and switch out your gear. I will let you kind of reset your load. You have enough time. You all did very well on that first house. Um I know you paid for it dearly in stress, but like you actually probably, like, if you're running back to Six Towers anyway, you could drop this off with the Silver Nails. You mean on the way? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Bye. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, let's you wanna do it. You want to do that? Okay. So I'm picturing that you all, like, hustle in looking disheveled and like you just came off a score. Like, you're, armor, or you're armed and, and breathing hard. And, like, at this point in the night... The, the place is, is pretty busy. People kind of look up at you and are like, uh, be a little more subtle, please. Um, a couple of the, the silver nails sort of make their way through the crowd over to you and are like, what do you, what do you need? Do you have the goods? Uh, we do. Apologize for the uh, commotion, but there was that deadline. Here you go. You weren't followed, were you? They take the journals. No. We made sure of that. All right. Well, uh, I, I think one of them kind of looks out over the crowd and is like, Tuan! And there's a pause as she makes her way over. And she's like, oh, hey, all right. Made it back. Yes. That's a little fine, but well done. And yeah, uh, kind of props one of the books up on her um, uh, amputated arm, is balancing it on that, and then uses her other hand to, to page through it. And is like, yeah, these are them. All right. Hands it back to the person who, who took them originally. He's like, all right, well, uh, you kept your end of the deal. Uh, we're square. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Now, excuse us. <laughs> we need to take a short rest. Dri- yeah, I, I think, yeah, she's like, do you want to have a drink? And they're gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we'd love to, but we got other things to do. Bye. Myra waves. <laughs> yeah, two huns just shrugs, and then they, they head off to look over their, their new gains. So yeah, you you all are able to to zip back to the nest, put away your your newly gained coin. I assume one for each of you and one into the vault. Probably we'll sort that we'll sort that out during during uh, downtime. God, this is the most coin I've had in my pocket in ages. You get back to the nest. It's it's about midnight. 
And like, you don't really have enough time to kind of de-stress and decompress that much. But like, you can change out your gear, you have a snack, maybe have some tea to like caffeinate a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Like, Where definitely has to. Rebraid my hair. Yeah. Oh yes, I need to unzap my hair. (laughs) Reapply your lipstick. Minx gets into the nest and just doesn't really slow down. She's just in and out of her room fixing herself up. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think uh, at about 4 a.m. is when you all have to head out again. All right. Um, What are the downsides of a heavy load again? Uh, You are very obviously armed and armored. It's it's not subtle. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to switch to a heavy load. Minx is just... Not taking any chances and going out in full combat here. Okay, how about everybody else? I'm gonna stick with my normal load. Same. Normal, normal. Okay, so heavy, normal, normal. Because I didn't actually, I don't actually end up using that much of my load during most scores. Okay. Normal is sufficient. So you said this was going to be an assault score. Yep. It's got to be. That makes sense. Where are you attacking? Because you don't necessarily have to hit him in Charter Hall. That's true, but that's where we know they're going to be. I also, but I also like the idea of night market because of the lowered security. Yeah, let's let's hit him in our home turf. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, we could well, we could use that mechanic that no one ever remembers. Which is oh yeah, let's do Ooh, what that. What is it? It's the the turf mechanic. Okay. Where you get <laughs> bonuses if you're doing a score on your turf. Yeah, let's like catch them at one of the bridges leading out. So we just bottleneck them. Yeah. Okay. So a bridge out of Night Market is your... Yeah, that'll work perfectly. There's actually a bridge. Oh, I know exactly what bridge you're going to hit. It's the one... Uh, is that right? I feel like this might be... Yeah, I think this is the bridge right next to Hagen's Clinic, actually. Ooh. Oh, okay. So you all have been around here before. This is familiar ground. So, uh, we're going to do our second engagement roll. Christ. This is bonkers. Luck. Uh, I would say, again, this is bold or daring. Mm -hmm. Does the plan's detail expose the vulnerability of the target? I think so. I think that bottlenecking them on a bridge is a good plan. Nobody's providing aid or insight. Nobody's interfering. Um, I think this is a higher tier target. So, 2d6, and I'm taking the higher. Whew. Good thing for that, because I got a one and a six. Yeah! Nice! You are going to be in a controlled position. You all have enough time to get over there and set up your ambush zone. So each of you tell me what you do to set up this ambush. I want to put something blocking part of the bridge in some way. Um, I actually have an idea, like... Is there something that might, like, foul or slow cartwheels? The cartwheels, not necessarily, but they're drawn by goats. If you put something down that'll hurt the goats, that'll stop them dead. You may have to hurt the goats. Caltrops. Or, I mean, if you put down, like, if you did some kind of... Because it's not like this is a car where you can put down, like, a strip of nails and blow out the tire. Um, But if you put down, if you were made, you know, some kind of oil slick... That would, yeah. you know, send everything skidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Actually, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, cartwheels circles with spokes, right? Yeah. 
if you had like sort of like some kind of stake set up that might like catch them crosswise and catch in the spokes. Yeah, you could try to set up something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I kind of like the oil slick idea. Whatever you want to do, I just so, something. I just wanted to toss ideas around. I have an adi- I I have an an additional idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Is there any way that I could go about trying to extinguish the lamps near the bridge? Oh, absolutely. <gasps> okay, then I'm definitely yeah. doing that to make it darker. Okay. I do like oil combined with that. Also, oil potentially flammable. Yeah, good asset. It just just in case is the last ditch yeah. effort. Or something goes horribly wrong, and I can set all of you on fire. Oh my god, don't, we could literally don't. burn a bridge. <laughs> Was 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 that it's an fine. X card? Don't or just a please don't set us on fire as please a general. Please don't set please. us on fire. If I were to do okay. an X card, I would you know actually type it out in the chat. <laughs> okay, just want to check. No, I'm okay. Fire's fine. All right. So Myra's putting down an an oil slick on the bridge. Blair's putting out the lights. Minx, what are you doing? I I think I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be ready that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to be You're ready. the one who says stand and deliver. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to be the one who actually goes in and and holds them up at gunpoint. So Okay. Should I mark off a lantern in my load for the oil? That yes. would make sense. Yes, it would. And do I have to roll anything to extinguish the lamps? I'm going to say no. You, you, you all get there with enough time that you are able to just climb up the, the lampposts. Minx is probably giving you boosts to yeah. scramble mm-hmm. up there to just uh, extinguish the... Well, tar- disconnecting them, because these are all electroplasm-powered. Yeah. So they... Uh, yeah, so the bridge is dark. You got a Perfect. nice oil slick. You, you all are just kind of waiting. Um, and then you hear hoofbeats and wheels... There's just kind of the the faintest glow of of sunlight uh, in the sky. It's been a real long day. Is it that that one that happens only at like d- dawn and twilight? Yeah, you only see the sun at dawn and sunset, um, and so you're just the, the sky is just barely beginning to lighten, and this uh, carriage being pulled by two giant acarosian goats. Uh, comes on. The carriage itself is uh, more heavily reinforced than your average carriage, but it is not like an armored carriage. <laughs> There's a driver and someone sitting next to her with a uh, rifle across their knees, um, and you're able to see two figures kind of hanging onto the back of the carriage, at which point the carriage hits the oil slick. There's loud bleeding as the goats go, you know, kind of scrambling and stumbling as the the carriage veers wildly. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the... Hmm. I think on a critical, you would have tipped the carriage. I think in this case, the carriage has come to a stop. And I think the two guards on the back got thrown off. So they are not out of the fight, but they're mm-hmm. like down on the ground and kind of scrambling to recover and themselves. Sliding. Yeah, yeah. They're slipping in the oil. They're scrambling to recover. All right. I'm going to have my trusty blunderbuss. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I think I'm going to get right up on the side of the carriage as it skids to a stop. Yeah. Just point it in the face of the two people there. Uh, say, now is the good time to take a day off. Roll me something. Yeah. Um, like, that's probably command. Yeah. Um, you're in a controlled position. I got a six, though. So I think the two of them look at you and your very large gun. They look at each other. They look back at you. The driver just kind of goes, just don't shoot my goats, and like slides down and like, oh. it's just ignoring you now and is like trying to get her goats disentangled. <laughs> the other guard uh, just kind of like tosses his rifle onto the seat and, and slides down and is just like, I don't get paid enough for this. And just kind of like walks off to the side of the bridge, sits down with his hands behind his head. <laughs> you get the Good impression idea. he's been robbed before. <laughs> This is amazing. All right, good this show. Is very good. I'm gonna pat. I'm gonna just gently pat the butt of one of the goats. <laughs> um, Can I kiss one? The, I'm gonna kiss a goat. Please, please, no, you can't. They're very upset. They're very you're in large. The of a score. Yeah, you're in the middle of a score. Please Can focus. I, the score is not done. There are still at least two guards who have not been pacified. Like, Can I pet one goat? <sighs> yes. The goat doesn't like it. The goat's stressed out. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna levy my blunderbuss at the two guards who fell off and kind of nod at you two to actually go in and get the stuff. Yeah. So Blair and Myra, you, I think, will need to do, again, some kind of rolls. Skirmish? Yeah. It's still controlled. That has not dropped yet. Okay. Um, so each of you can do skirmish. Six. Four. Jesus. Okay. So, Myra, I think that the per- the guard you walk towards, um, her gun had, like, skidded pretty far away. So, like, she's not even close when you pick it up. Blair, your guard, his gun didn't go as far. So, okay. like, you two, I think, both grab it at the same time. And there's a little bit of a struggle. And I think he, like, wrenches it around and hits you, like, in the side of the face with the butt of the gun. Uh, so, you are going to take level one harm. Okay. Um, just like bruised jaw. Yeah, that's two two slots of level one harm. So yeah, you're you're wrestling with that. He hits you in the face with the gun. I think you like kick him in the stomach, and he lets go, and you get his gun. So you've disarmed those guards. I like you save those guards, implying there are more. Yeah, you haven't checked inside the carriage yet. Yes. Uh, all right. I'm gonna point my gun at the door to the carriage. Can uh, what if you uh? Grab the handle. Myra opens it. Like a footman opening it for, like, yeah. <laughs> a noble. Uh, so, Manx, you and the guard inside have very similar guns. Like, you probably bought them from the same, like, make, uh. like a gun, gun maker. <laughs> Excellent. Because that, that identical gun is being aimed at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire. Okay. Roll it. This is gonna be risky because you do have a gun being aimed at you i did get a six though okay uh so yeah you That's three sixes in a row yeah you fire into the carriage you uh there's chunks of the sky all over the inside of the carriage oh my god i mean mm-hmm. you fired a basically a shotgun at pretty close range yeah. like yeah and i mean he was gonna do the same to me so. yeah but still yuck 
Ugh. Oh, dear. He's very dead. There is prolonged, horrified screaming coming from inside the carriage. Uh, I'm going to poke my head in and put a handkerchief over my mouth. There is a, a woman in fairly nice clothes, or at least they were nice before they got covered in guard bits, <laughs> who is just screaming, and sitting next to her is a, uh, like, package of, like, papers that are kind of tied up with twine. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna pick up the sheaf of papers, like, put it away, um, and then hand her my handkerchief. She doesn't react. She's just, like, totally... (laughs) She's just saw a man get blown to pieces in front of her. She's Mm -hmm. kind of having a meltdown. Ask her if there are copies. Now, dear, I don't suppose there are copies of this. You're gonna have to roll something, and you're gonna be at reduced effect. I'm gonna roll sway. I got a five. Huh. Did she make copies? Let's find out. She didn't make copies. She's not very bright. <laughs> um, so she, like, manages to kind of calm down long enough to be like, No, no, I, d- I didn't make any copies! Good, good. Now, just remember this is how playing games like this generally turns out. And I'm gonna wave the sheaf at her and hop off. Okay. The consequence here is that in the process of climbing into the carriage, Manx, you also got kind of covered in blood. Uh-huh. And you all hear the death bell tolling. Oh, and no. And as you look up right. into the light, normally you can't see the death seeker crows very clearly because they're black on the black sky, but it's light enough that you can see them taking off from Charter Hall, which isn't very far away. And they're starting to circle. Well, good thing we didn't do this there, then. Uh, time to go home, dears. Yeah, so, um, I think I'm gonna need one last roll mm-hmm. to see if you leave any kind of a trail. Does anyone have the stress to handle a group action? Yes. Okay, I think we should do, like, a group prowl or yeah. something. Yeah, I agree. This is gonna be risky. I got a four. I got a six. I also got a six. Okay. I take zero stress. No stress. Dang. So, hurry off. I think that, like, the way that you have to throw... Because I I was going to say that, like, Minx is kind of leaving a little bit of a blood trail along behind her. But I think what you all do is, like, you duck around the bridge and Minx has to, like, ditch her coat. Just toss (laughs) it in the river. (laughs) And then you all take kind of a roundabout route home. And like, as you keep kind of glancing back towards the sky, you can see the crow circling in tighter and tighter on the bridge where you all were. But you make it back to the nest. Okay. Can I give us a shot for when after for like the scene right after we get back to the nest? Absolutely. I think we see them all huddled around like the fireplace. I assume there's a fireplace. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. And sure. merrily burning in the grate is the blackmail material. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did did you look at it at all? Nah. No. Okay. Yeah, so so the, the three of you sit around the fire watching as the, the blackmail material burns and are just like, okay, time for a nap. Blair is definitely slumped up against the two of you and is already zonked out. 
Group fall asleep by the fire. Group cuddle. Thanks for listening. The Magpies will be back in two weeks. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at magpies underscore pod and visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash magpiespodcast. The Magpies Podcast is GM'd and produced by Ree. Follow me on Twitter at Rhiannon42. And check out rpgskillcheck.net for my copy editing and accessibility freelance site. Blair Culhane is played by Kim Kogut. Follow her on Twitter at Kim Deanna Jones. Minx is played by Josie. Follow her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie. And watch her art streams at picarto.tv slash DragonGirlJosie. Myra Keel is played by Minna. Follow her on Twitter at MinaMinar. The opening and closing theme music is from Trio for Piano, Violin, and Viola by Kevin MacLeod and is used under a Creative Commons license. The Blades in the Dark roleplay system is the creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. And now, we'd like to thank our generous Patreon backers. Thomas Seymour Turner, thank you. Jerry Osborn, thank you. Because uh, I've got stress to spare. You say that now. Okay, <laughs> listen, I'm going to be very conservative <laughs> with how much stress that I use, and I'm going into this with zero stress. I am okay. sure not to take another trauma. Mark my fucking words. I love you. <laughs> Dear I listeners, you, but I am please not going note to do this the timestamp of when Blair, of when Kim said this, I just in you. case. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>